0: amazing Pure, purely on the basis that it's interactive would you like it tell us what the show
1: um, so we're from um, a theatre company called DBY Interactive um, and the show that we're putting on is called The Crown Jewels, um, Gangs of Hope Street um, and it's a murder mystery there's a storyline of a murder mystery mm-hmm. and you can come along and obviously work that out but also the, it's a, a crime thriller, would you
0: say? It's exactly a yeah. Yeah. crime thriller
2: full a of drama but the absolutely fascinating uh, one fascinating thing about this play it's actually set Well, based around the real history of two gangs that actually did used to run the streets of Liverpool in nineteen nineteen, and they were called the Logwood Gang and the High Gang. Yeah. So it's very much inspired from real events that actually happened in our own city, which, as an actor, is just a dream uh, to play out because you've got that like the the historical factor to it, uh, mesh with this drama. And
1: this crazy interactive sense uh, of performance—it's yeah, amazing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, you meet these characters in a time of desperation as well. Like, you—you—you you, you as an audience are transported to a bunker, which is going to be the bombed-out church, yeah. um, and it's just after the war finishes in um, 1918 and people are desperate and there's poverty in the the city and there's a lot of destruction and these gangs are created um, through people's desperation and wanting more from life than just struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, So you meet these um, six characters that all want more and they're willing to do anything, anything um, which is where the murder comes in, because any, is anybody so desperate that they're willing to kill for it? Um, and I think, for me as a writer, when I was putting it together, reading about the history, I felt especially at the moment as well there's a lot of um a lot of parallels yeah there is the time
2: now especially like but obviously in a a big time of austerity too where the prices are going up Mm. you know um there's a lot going on politically you know there's a lot of people in the same city which have been the same position as people in 1919 and that blows my mind yeah to be honest with you so it's a very it yeah, uh, g- g- gets to the core quite yeah, a bit, yeah. even though it's set in a different era, you can definitely
0: um, find parallels to the now. Yeah. yeah. Especially, it's so poignant that there's yeah. still a lot of gang issues that you see in Liverpool to this day, and it's like, having that represented, it's like, it's that theory of like life is just full of cycles, like the same historical events happening again with a new lens on it. Mm. So framing that, in like, in Liverpool, in the Bondal Church, mm. about gang like issues and misery and that that's, that's I don't know how to say it but it is just like it's nice to say because it's nice to like represent the history of Liverpool because it's not talked about a lot so having I mean it is in Liverpool because who's in love Liverpool in Liverpool yeah, yeah, yeah. but um having that like. Shown on stage and just having something to be able to go and be like talk about mm-hmm. Liverpool and its history because it's got loads and it's rich. Yeah. So being able to see that on stage and then shout at the actors as well about it—that's yeah. insane.
1: Yeah, it's really. I think as well um, that something I kept reading when I was reading up about how soldiers, especially, felt when they came back was they felt like their their country had forgotten about them, and that seems to be what people are saying now that they feel that they are being forgotten about and then they're turning to people for leadership and not necessarily getting it and that's why these gangs formed because they wanted to be led to a better time, a better place Mm -hmm. Um, and then as a female as well um, I really wanted to shine a light on strong females back then because they were Mm. keeping the country going when the men weren't there and then when the men came back and they wanted their power back. Um, the characters like Molly and like Nora are like well hold on a minute we've done a really good job and actually keeping we together. can see yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's PTSD a lot with the soldiers as well so they were maybe needed help and looking after and they didn't know where to turn to for that and then the women are going well actually we can run this and we can do that so there's a lot of um, conflict and people wanting to this are
2: still things, yeah actually. absolutely and even though the women back then are really strong they are still under oppression from yeah. the men even though they've been keeping things going and that's quite a fascinating thing to play mm. because without the women they wouldn't be surviving the way they are but they're still getting very heavily oppressed and they the, particularly the two characters within this play manage to outshine that yeah. oppression which, Which is, is fascinating, really, to, yeah. to, to think back in 1919 with this many women that did that channel the impression, and these two characters in this play,
1: like really highlight that fact. Mm, yeah. yeah, so it is fascinating, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's been a really, even when we're in the rehearsal space, because obviously we have an element of interactive improv in the show, so we have to talk about our motivations and how the characters feel towards each other and how do they feel <coughs> about like what's going on in their lives and it's been really interesting that's been like we've really enjoyed that discussion haven't we like, oh, when we yeah, get into rehearsals yeah, we're yeah, like yeah. I feel it's, like this and I feel like that yeah. and, like, um, and again like when you, he was saying about the parallels I think um That it's been really nice to hear the actors talk about that as well because that's always like a massive buzz if you hear an actor really connect with the character and stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They bring more out of it, and you could even dream of absolutely. And like for
2: me, when I started doing research about what what Becky had written, which is it's an absolutely amazing script, and when I delved into the research um, a lot more, I found that like these people, these gangs, were from where I was from. Yeah. You know, so, like, they were from Scotland Road around Grace Homer Street. There used to be, like, big riots on Grace Homer Street where the police would let people get on with it and they'd leave them there to get on with these. And sometimes these riots would have over 2,000 people there fighting and the police would just leave them to it. Oh, my God. You know, and it, it was really, really fascinating. And some of these gangs... Um, a that that a bad connection suggestive the it, oh, and uh, everything. Like, so, yes, when you, you delve true. into the history side of it yeah. of like the guys of Liverpool, especially from the nineteen hundreds onwards, it's fascinating. Yeah. And there's this one character in the show that is actually Bob on real. It's not just an inspiration. There's a police constable called Pins, and uh, he's in the show. But he's actually based on a real police constable that actually did used to uh, police the riots, if you like. And he used to, he used to have a saying, didn't he? I grabs him against the wall yeah. and I'd smack, I smacked. I can't remember the exact thing, but he was the one that everybody was
1: wary of, and he's, he's very much uh,
2: within the show,
1: isn't yeah, he? Yeah, and yeah, he was, had unorthodox ways of like dealing um, with, the gangs. Dealing with yeah. the gangs, and there's loads of. Um, history to say that, like he was saying, like they, the police just held off a little bit so that yeah. the men could beat each other and then they would step in to stop the riots and stop the the fighting because they realised that if they let these men batter each other, they, half their job would be done for them um, and it's again, it's like that control of, of yeah. how do you control the uncontrollable Yeah, um, and
2: also back then there was a very there was a very uh, rich and poor uh, type mentality. There was people in these gangs who used to target people, like normal people that had like, jobs in shops and whatever, and there was this one particular story of this couple, and they were coming back from Birkenhead after having a drink over the water. They went to the pub in town and he just used to run a shop. And uh, when they came outside, one of these gangs were outside, and one of the fellas said, have you got any change, or have you got a ciggy or something like that? Yeah. And the fella, he'd had a few drinks, he went, why don't you get a job? So obviously absolute chaos ensured yeah. from that point. And him and his wife got murders. And it's well documented that the women who were affiliated with the men in the gang were cheering it on. So they were like, go on, kill him, go on, kill him. And that's pretty much what it was like in the with gang life yeah. in Liverpool. You know, if if there was a big wrong happening back then, people were too scared to
0: defy the action, if you like. Yeah. You know, and it's very much like that yeah, in this. Yeah, you've, you've seen it like through our history as well, like just the history of Liverpool, even like modern. It's like you see that thing. is like gangs are sadly like a big part of like why people don't feel really safe in mm-hmm. Liverpool. Because even like with um, the I got I can't remember the name, but like there's definitely been things in Liverpool where gangs have done something and the people are too scared to say anything because mm. it's dangerous and it's yeah. like, it puts you in jeopardy and like, the police will do half a job, like, they'll let each other, like, let people beat them up but they won't be able to fully protect anything. So it is just a scary, like, reality of mm. Liverpool and it's nice to see that kind of representative talked about in a way that's not like, all scouts are thugs.
2: Absolutely, because like, everybody is human at the end of the day and people... Uh, th- I don't think anybody's in a situation like that like, uh, in their life by choice. No, of no. It's, yeah. it's a societal construct, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's the way society's shaped. Yeah. You know, which, um, which I don't know, makes people turn to crime, makes mm-hmm. people, as Becky says, it all comes from a very organic place. So people want to better themselves. Yeah, and, yeah, and when they haven't got the opportunity to do that, which the play does explore, yeah. they will do anything, mm-hmm. even murder, to so that a better life and that's pretty much yeah. Uh, the what happens is yeah, in yeah. life now. Yeah. In life now. So it's it fascinating yeah. to play like crazy parallels between two completely different areas. Yeah. But it's still as relevant
0: today it's as it still was in my like to it, Like yeah. I think yeah. that's why yeah. it's good, it's interactive. Yeah. Because the audience will fully like even though it's yeah it's in the nineteen twenties, it's still sort of like it matters today so yeah. it's good to be able to interact with and just like process the feelings on that in a safe environment yeah
2: and I think also the way the actors uh, perform in this show I don't know about you but any time I think someone in 1919 I don't really relate to them no it's like they like the like a cartoon character yeah, or yeah. I imagine them to be completely different but they weren't different and we play it as if well we play it as if you know now, yeah. yeah so it makes it makes the
1: characters more relatable even though they're from a different era completely mm. doesn't
0: it and hopefully more
1: immersive as well for people because I think um, if you're speaking to somebody and you or, I mean I know that you would never completely forget but almost forget that that person is an actor you the fun element of it of actually having Having it out with somebody, or questioning them, or and going, why did you do that, and what do you think about that person, and um, you know, I think that adds like the fun element to it as well. To be able to go, it's
2: fascinating. You've got like the obviously we were talking earlier about like the true crime phenomena that you've got going on and it's all like any true crime show on Netflix or whatever it's immediately you know, tracked absolutely, yeah. people want to discuss it straight yeah. away they want to give their theories they want to give their their, I don't know, their methods yeah, why that person yeah. did that why the that motivation, person. The motivation. The motivation. Yeah, yeah. oh no I don't think he did it because of this and you see that in live action over media no matter whether it's a true case no matter whether it's a fictional case you yeah. see that all the time but the difference with DBY is you get to do it right there, right then. Yeah. So whatever narrative or thought is in your head, you get to explore that straight away. Yeah, yeah. And that's the magic of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: yeah, with the element. So the, the performance um, starts very much like your, I suppose, play elements of you watching and, um, and being in this bunker with these characters mm-hmm. but then the second half the um, gate just comes down yeah. and all of a sudden you are part of the action yeah. Yeah. and you get to um. ask your questions and um, at the you know your, as an audience member you can if you want to just sit back and enjoy it and watch it and you know you, you won't miss out on anything by not interrogating yeah. or not joining in mm-hmm. but then also if, if you go oh actually I'll, I want to ask this question because I've seen something and I've witnessed something like we're as humans, we're so... It's in our nature to observe, observe and, yeah. um, and make
0: assumptions of people and... One of the um, things that's like... I think it was... How yeah. to defend someone being human is like... Not human, but just being alive. Is like that curiosity of mm. just vibes down more. Like, you, you see it in little animals and, like, babies. Like, the are curious about the world around them. And they mm. want to interact with it. And it's just one thing that's lovely about being alive. And... There was another thing I really wanted to ask you about, about, so you have worked together for a long time, and you've done a lot of interactive stuff, I I'm imagining with yeah. various groups of people, what's one of your favourite things that has come out of taking part in these interactive type plays?
2: For oh. me, for me as an actor, it's absolutely expanding my skill craft, yeah. my skill set and craft as an actor. Uh, because I know as an actor I can be put in any situation um, and react accordingly to whatever's presented to me. You just always say yes. Now, in the interactive sense, it's amazing because you get a different type of buzz because that fourth wall is completely gone and the audience gets to come into your world and you get to come into their world. But it also strengthens your aspect in other areas of action so if you went back to just doing a straight play you've got this courageousness that no matter what happens you are absolutely yeah, you're ready for yeah. it yeah. you know because it's just it's exciting isn't mm. it Becky? it's like yeah. it's very exciting no shows ever the same yeah. we've got a very actual loyal following uh, of people that come to yeah. DBY shows
1: we get people coming to every single show that we do yeah. Cause we've and the, got um, yeah. a residency at the yeah. Every Theater, yeah. so oh. we're there like every couple of months mm-hmm. aren't we and, the, and it's really nice because the same people will come back and they'll you can see that they're they're in it for that experience Absolutely. To enjoy and there, the skills and they, they are there and literally they are Dissecting every bit mm. of action yeah. uh, Asking you questions
2: That you may not have even thought of As the actor mm. and you're just like Wow I like, think yeah. you said it earlier like, It just goes oh my gosh Yeah it could be that So yeah. it makes you ask questions about your yeah. What you're tapping into yourself yeah. Into yeah. the
1: character I have to say like I think The most favourite part of the interactive stuff is what piece in and how empowering it is to the audience as well so um, I think that you can write something as a writer and you can have such a clear idea and you can get in the rehearsal space and it can become quite I suppose insular in that the actors and you are working on something and you're like this is the narrative, this is the story, this is how our audience will feel at this moment but actually if you Break that fourth wall and let, and you let the audience tell you what they're thinking and yeah. how they're feeling and they do that through their questions because if they're questioning somebody that on something that you haven't even picked up on that is really actually once they say it like oh that's that's a really good point what they've just said you realise that you're empowering them that they are actually almost devising the story with you, with you because there's elements
2: of yeah and it's also like yeah they change the action as, as, as it's happening i mean we can be in the rehearsals do the show how we think it's going to go nine times out of ten when we perform it the energy everything that happens is completely different to what yeah. we're expecting there's times where the audience uh, it, it'd be like a collective thing they'll all gasp at once and like if any of us are off stage at that moment, we go, "Oh my god, did you hear the way they yeah, gasped? Yeah. Or, oh my god, did you hear the way they laughed yeah. at that particular moment? Where did you? That happens in plays too,
1: but it's so different because you've had that the interaction mm. with them, and, and that, then you that's, can that's grow from that, can't you? Naturally. As well. So, um, if we've got like a, a very um, villainous character, and we get that feeling that the audience isn't liking them in the interrogation section, that actor if they want to can safely play with that with the audience as well and um, we've obviously got our points that we're hitting to make sure that the audience has got like the evidence and the clues and everything Um, to solve the crime but the interactive element is very much something that the audience brings with them and without them it wouldn't
2: happen happen.
0: yeah it wouldn't happen we need the audience I think it definitely sounds like I always think there's not a lot of things to do actively because you can watch a play but you're not doing much but like when I want to do something with my friends like I want to do something I want to interact with mates and like act like go like mini golf I do that loads this sounds like one of those things you can do with your mates and like be oh, yeah, engage with and enjoy and it feels like oh I'm doing something so I'm not just sat still Yeah. If is, how many times have you watched the play and you want to turn around with them and go oh god I reckon, I reckon
2: yeah, like someone else's yeah. baby but like because you've got that element of like the, there is the wall there, and you'd expect it to just sit really quiet through it's the whole performance. You don't get a chance to go, mm-hmm. "What do you think?" But about in yeah. in these shows, you get to do yeah. that all the way through, and then from that, you become part of the play also. So it's. it's it keeps, you, it keeps you fighting on all cylinders As an audience member yeah. watching it all the
1: time Because you haven't got any bodies. Yeah And it's so nice as well Like Especially at the end when we speak to people If you've gone with your friends And you've got a theory Or you've seen something And gone, that was a clue But then your friend's like, no, that was just part of the script That's just part of the story You hold on to it and then you've both got your different theories And yeah. then at the end one of you's right <laughs> It's so lovely seeing those yeah. audience members yeah. finish watching it and it still be part of their world but they're still talking about it and they're still going I told you she said that and he said yeah, that yeah. and like what about when she came in and did this and like it's it's really exciting and like uh, for me I think like Murder Mysteries get such a they sometimes get a bit of a, a bad rep don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah theatre for everyone and I think like, it's, it's very inclusive
2: yeah. uh, anybody can come to our shows um, and also I, th- I think people don't expect what we bring to them because like, we're very we're very based around multimedia you know it's basically like a full blown theatre show that you are in people have got mm-hmm. this idea of murder mysteries as everyone's sitting around the table having some dinner <laughs> while someone gets stabbed around the table and it, do you know what it is not like that at all is the complete opposite and we've had we've had loads of uh, amazing reactions yeah we really have
1: and I, I have to say like I'm very lucky because I work with like Liverpool's finest performers and I think like having them on your side is great as well and I think the audience really enjoys seeing these really skilled actors
0: do these amazing things and then they get to then speak to them and yeah. uh, I always found my favourite plays are ones where you can really feel the connection between Mm. the actors. Like I remember I went to watch this show and it was here and it was like while the main woman was singing in the back they're all interacting with each other and having fun and not in a way that's taken away from what she's doing but it was in a way that just like adds to the life and it's so easy to engage with because like oh I'm looking at people just exist right yeah. now, and that happens to be a script, yeah, yeah, and that's always the most important thing. to well, it's the, the play, team. isn't it? Like, yeah. actually
1: playing, and like we were saying, obviously, earlier, like playing, we don't get a chance to play enough because you know, life is full of rules and like mm-hmm. time frames and all that side yeah. of things, but actually, um, this should be about playing and having absolutely, playing. and it, like, as I said, that reaction of like, um
2: people not expecting uh, the performance experience and actually uh, observing that performance to be the way they expected. That is a- amazing for us as a company of actors to, to get their reactions consistently because it's just like, wow, yeah, we are bringing a different art, art form of theatre. To the city yeah. and in the Liverpool theatre scene, there's a lot,
1: there's interactive theatre, but I think you've it's definitely an art. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly yeah. yeah. So you've special. got another show and the works happening here as well. Yes, yeah, so we've got the the one with uh, the uh, Crown Jewels is on. Um, at the Liverpool Theatre Festival. Yeah, so 6th of that's September. 6th of September. Bond Out Church, 7.30. are
2: <laughs> <Biscuits. laughs> yeah,
1: It's very much an um, uh, adult show, that one. But on the Saturday, we are doing the Forgotten Forest, which is a family friendly show. Um, it's at 12 o'clock on the 10th of September. Um, again, the Bond Out Church, just like the Crown Jewels, is like the perfect venue. Venue, it's fabulous. Um, and it's a feel good show. Um, about talking animals who are desperately trying to save their home because it's a forest, and the only people that ever come to the forest are the village people who just dump rubbish and litter in the forest. So it's been forgotten about, and the mean queen, who's played by our beautiful Lee, uh, P. Lee, um, uh, plays our queen, and she has decided she's going to build on the forest because no one wants it, it's forgotten. So she decides I'm gonna build her big forty-nine bedroom castle yeah. <laughs> on top of it. It's very much it's very, very, very
2: much like a, a summer panther, I would yeah. say. It's got that vibe about it where the whole family will enjoy it. There's a yeah. lot of humour in there, the kids will absolutely adore it, you've got all the like the the, the characters you'll fall in love with, you've got the body played by myself. So it's got like a very, very uh, panto vibe. but it's also got like very important messages within yeah. the play. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, in a way it's educational because it does touch upon like environmental, environmental issues and stuff like that but it's very much um, amazing
1: summer mm-hmm. plant. So I to the old yeah. family too. Isn't it? And also like the element, of, like with the crown jewels that um, you can tell like I'm a massive interactive <laughs> yeah, like, kid but um, empowering the audience because they again help the animals without the audience there will be a castle built basically so we need the audience to save the animals home basically because there is all this litter and the children have to help put this litter somewhere and change the Queen's mind Um, and we're really lucky in that we've got the hive over in Birkenhead um, is creating all of our props and our rubbish props um, and also Roxy's performing arts school over in the Wirral she's also, her children have created all of our rubbish, they're not, it's rubbish is the name of the props <laughs> yeah. basically I'm not saying that <laughs> <her. laughs> um, they're creating all the rubbish and then that's going to be um, an element of the show as well which the audience is again going to have to help um, solve the problem really and, and work out how we can um, we can help these animals because they need our help Yeah. Um,
0: it also sounds like in the Bombsdale Church I found everything It was just magical Because it's in the Bombsdale Church Like the sort of outfit That is yeah, just Yeah it's amazing like, We keep pinching we, ourselves Don't yeah, we Yeah um, yeah Pretty yeah. Much, much two shows In the Bombsdale Church is, it's, I know. So it's so I
2: Well keep years ago I did a um, Shakespeare uh, performance in the Bombsdale Church oh And it was amazing It was completely amazing It's, it's a very unique venue In our yeah, city To perform in yeah. Because I don't know when you when you're in in them walls when I'm sounding too cheesy, there is a, a vibe in there. Yeah, and it's a very names. special vibe. Yeah. And like, but like when you put that in a performance setting, something
0: happens. Yeah, and it makes it even more magical. Mm. Are they having a show that's about the nineteen twenties in the bombshell church? Where because it, it was bombed during the nineteen twenties, wasn't it? I don't know you know should, I thought I it was well because of the water.
1: time so like, yeah, it, it, sort of it did get from
2: not the which time I'm it, not sure I'm which war is the one but it defi- oh. it's definitely got oh. them uh, connotations mm. of that, that era and yeah. even, no matter which yeah. war it got bombed in it's still very close it's, to the yeah. era so it, yeah. it is that you're right there it's very it's it's special to be performing yeah, the it crowd really deals is. in there
1: and I think Bill Elms who's the producer of the of the festival I think has got such a vision of putting theatre on the map in the Bondown Church, and I think like seeing the pictures of the lighting and knowing that there's such a good team of technicians behind us, I think it's really exciting. I honestly, I pretty much message you every single day, don't I? Go. I'm so excited, absolutely. <laughs> No, absolutely. And it's just, uh, I
2: feel very honoured as an actor that I get to perform two shows in Liverpool, for you, the Festival. It's wonderful for us all, especially after the big break during the pandemic. Yeah. It's fabulous to see the arts scene, the theatre scene in Liverpool coming back with a bang. And we, as DBY Interactive, are very happy to be a big part of it too.
0: Massively, Really, really excited perfect would you like to quickly give a little reminder of where and where people can get these tickets so you can get for the
1: 6th of September in the Bombs Out Church for the Liverpool Theatre Festival you can get your tickets for the Crown Jewels I should have said those the other way round <laughs> the Crown Jewels on the, the 6th of Jewels. September Out
2: Church, at the
1: 7th <laughs> <so you> can... <laughs> at the Theatre Festival you can get your tickets um, on the Liverpool Theatre Festival website and um, I think it's Ticketmaster, but also if you're on social media, if you go on their um, Instagram, if you go on DBY Interactive's Instagram, all links links. are in bio. Um, (laughs) And then also for The Forgotten Forest, it's the 10th of September, Saturday the 10th of September at 12 pm, again through the Liverpool Theatre Festival. And all the links are um, either on the website or on our social media. And also, if there are any children um, who want to come dressed as their favourite animal, oh, then the please, 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 please do, do. We
2: come would... dressed as your favourite character, no matter what it is. <laughs> yeah. Whether you've come in a bin bag dressed as a little witch, like I used to do in Halloween with the green fingers, of that so, where is this yeah, that is what it is called. but also have like, like Liverpool yeah absolutely <laughs> but Liverpool Theatre Festival this year in particular has got an amazing programme oh so yeah it so really really has you know, it's got it's got everything for everybody and
1: we're very honoured that we get to do two shows yeah. in an hour yeah. Yeah. so, yeah, so if, you, if so. you don't fancy what we've got to offer there'll be something for everyone. you yeah, at the
0: festival absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. thank you guys so much for having a very thank long matter with me I didn't mean to take this long but it's just so lovely to talk to you and what you're doing and it's so fun, oh, like I can't right. emphasize that enough, thank you so much for listening,
2: I've been your host Amy Walsh Goodbye <laughs> bye. Ladies and gents, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Opening Nights, our next introduction is coming very soon so be sure to get subscribed wherever you're listening and visit our website www.openingnights.co.uk to stay updated, bye
0: for now